Do you love Batman? Do you love Frasier? Do you love Seinfeld? Do you love Dr. Seuss? Do you love James Bond? Do you love Captain America? Oh, hell, do you just love everything that's nerd-related? I know I do. Well, you should come on over to a Nerds World podcast and listen to us, Justin and Andrew, talk everything that's nerd. Yeah, every two weeks, we delve into some random topic that we choose at the end of each episode, and we tell you the whole history of it, or as much as we feel the need to write down, our history of it, and our favorite things about it. So come on over to a Nerds World, wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome everyone to Pod and Gore, your one-stop shop for everything horror. Now here's your hosts, Justin and Brandon. Take it away, boys. Hello and welcome to Pod and Gore. My name is Brandon. My name is Justin. Welcome to our Dracula the Netflix series episode. Hello. Yeah. Hi. So yeah. Good evening. Good evening. Yeah, this is our uh, our first venture into a television series, even though it doesn't. I don't feel it counts as a television ca- counts. <laughs> uh, ah. I don't. Feel, ah. I don't feel it counts as a television series because it's essentially a trilogy. I feel yeah. length being an hour and a half each episode. There being three, it's. Yeah, it's a trilogy of straight-to-video movies. Yeah, which... But it's also, it's. I mean, it's BBC, and that's just how they do it. I started watching Sherlock Sherlock after I finished this, and I mean, it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. But it also airs on BBC. Correct. All right. Yes. (laughs) Dracula is a television series developed by Mark... Wait for it. Gattis? 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 It's with Gattis. (laughs) And Stephen Moffat based on the novel of the same name by Bram Stoker. The series was broadcast and released on BBC One and Netflix and consists of three episodes. I'm really going to butcher his name. Clay's? Clay? I don't know. I uh, Clay, can't see the thing you see. You know, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to look this up. I should have done this beforehand. I think so. Yeah, because it's like, honestly, though, how do you pronounce the name? Because mm-hmm. it's spelled... C L A E S, and he's Danish. So give me the old Wikipedia. Kles. 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 Well, in the Kles Ben. Hmm. Okay. So yeah, I'm just gonna say Kles. Okay. Casper Bang. Bang. Ben. Yeah, so, sorry guys. That was fun. <laughs> yeah, working through it. Kles uh, Bang stars as the title character. Dracula pem- premiered on January 1st, 2020, and was broadcast over three consecutive days. As of recording this today, uh, what's today, the 29th? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no plans for a second season, which I don't think there should be. Unless, no. spoilers, it dies more into what happens in episode three yeah i guess but i would but there's no there's no reason for it unless it's like a, a spinoff and i don't yeah i, don't I mean they would have three. to like doctor who holiday special it and just have like one one off there doesn't there there doesn't need to be a second season no what you need to do is give us the wolf man mm-hmm. give us the creature from the black lagoon definitely give us frankenstein or the bride of frankenstein or both mm-hmm. give us the invisible man Give us the universal monsters in this treatment, 
Mm-hmm. And I'm fine with it. I know that they've except tried for the third episode. For, <laughs> I know we don't. Uh, we, yeah, you'll we'll find out it. more. Yeah, we, I know you're not a fan of that third episode, but like, I know they've tried to do the Universal Universe mm-hmm. to, more than once. Yeah, uh, to not the most success. I like Dracula Untold. I only saw it once. Yeah. I wanted to watch it again before doing this, just like I wanted to watch uh, Bram Stoker's again. I wanted to watch the original. Like I messaged you when I got done. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, it's eight o'clock. If <laughs> I start I this now, in? I can be done by 10, 1030. Still go to bed. Now I'm good. <laughs> well, I'll just go to bed. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, if Netflix and BBC can give us a universe of this, just tell the stories. You don't have to yeah. connect them. Just give us yeah. a treatment of each I'm fine with that. Yeah, I would do that all day. And I mean, the only way, unless they did a Defenders style thing where they all did their own thing, and then there was a crossover where it's not necessarily a part of everybody's story, but mm-hmm. something. I don't well, I mean, know. that's not to dive too far into my other loves and hobbies here, but I mean, that. That's you started it. No, you I opened didn't. the door. No, I didn't. <laughs> Defenders. Oh, I did. <laughs> Fuck. Marvel's Netflix. The the reason I mean, and Defenders was not great, but the reason that worked is because they were allowed to do their own thing, right? And that's why the movies were so successful, is they were able to do their own thing and just sort of, kind of connect in enough ways that they could do an Avengers, a Defenders. Yeah. And have it work. And I think that's one of the problems other companies and specifically Universal has had is that they're trying to big picture it without having a picture. Like they're trying to make Russell Crowe as Jekyll and Hyde and Tom Cruise as the mummy, but that's later or whatever. Right. They're trying to get to the finish line before, you know, setting up all the things that you need to to get there. Yeah. No, I get it. It makes it makes sense. I just I don't want him to do it if it's like I don't want to say because it's such an easy thing to be like. Well, I don't want him to do it if they're not going to do it right. Like I mean, well, yeah, but it's like at the same time, it's like if you don't think you can do it justice, then just don't do it. Yeah. You know, like I don't really care enough about the creature from the uh, Black Lagoon to necessitate watching a trilogy worth of episodes unless it served a bigger picture. It could be your Iron Fist, yeah. if you will. But, but see, I liked Iron Fist more than you did. Sure. But, and I like Creature from the Black Lagoon more than you did, apparently. But then, yeah, but then <laughs> again, um, uh, spoiler alert, I haven't seen that one. I own it, I, but yeah. I haven't seen it. See, I don't even know. It's good. It's actually, it might be my favorite. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, and see, that's the thing that I've told you about, too, is uh, to dive deeper down the rabbit hole, is do we, like, do we do episodes on these or do we do a universal um, a universal episode because if you think about each movie is only like what an hour long give or take yeah so it's like they're shorts essentially but it's like if we did all five eight well i have eight i have an eight pack yeah i have six i think yeah we do a, a two-parter <laughs> you know i mean like think about this this is a four and a half four and a half hours worth of content you know, where the normal thing we do is like, what, hour and a half, two mm-hmm. hours maybe, but... And with these tangents, it's going to be like five hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think uh, th- that's my favorite part of talking about these shows is going down the, the, the rabbit holes. Um, in February 2019, John Heffernan 
Dolly Wells, Joanna Scanlon, Morphid Clark, Lucia Richter joined the cast, while Gattis, uh, um, also a, a set to appear in the series, played Frank. I don't remember who Frank was. Um, in April, Jonathan Aris, Sasha Dawin, uh, Nathan Stewart Jarrett, Catherine Schell, Yusuf Kirkor, and Clive Russell joined the cast with Johnny Campbell, Damon Thompson, or Thomas, and Paul McGugan announced as directors. I, I, I'm so sorry for just being the butcher of names. <laughs> but, um, so Moffat revealed filming on the series had begun February, uh, March 4th, 2019, and filming took place at Orava Castle in ba- Banska Stiavnica uh, <laughs> in Zubarek in Slovakia and at Bray Studios in Berkshire. Filming was complete August 1st of 2019. So the thing is, like, what, it took four months to film? That's not too shabby. That's not, no, that's not bad at all. That's three full-length, essentially, movies Mm -hmm. in four months. And then it was edited and set out in another four months. So, like, from, (laughs) you know, March till the end of the year, they basically cranked out three movies worth of like episodes there that's that's not bad and they're all in different locations and And at different times and see the thing is and we'll talk about this i love the look of the movie especially the first episode when they're in the castle and they're doing this and that i'm like holy shit just the look and feel of the first episode is damn near perfect yeah and we'll get into that here so the tagline for this is uh the legend gets some fresh blood that it does, because it definitely mm-hmm. takes uh, some liberties, I yeah. feel, with some of the things in it. Um, <laughs> so, fun facts real quick before we dive into the thing here. The exterior shots of Castle Dracula were filmed at Orava Castle, which is situated on a high rock above the Orava River in... The River River? Orava... Orava... Oravsky... Podzamak, <laughs> butchery, Fake in name. Slovakia. The same. This is the same castle as the one that appeared in the silent horror classic Nosferatu in 1922. Hmm, that's cool, right? Um, when Sister Agatha refers to her um, friend detective in London, it is difficult not to think of Sherlock Holmes. I wrote that down in my yeah, notes. Not only did Mark Gatiss and Stephen Moffat produce Sherlock in 2010, Dolly Wells also appears in Murder Rooms, uh, Mysteries of the Real Sherlock Holmes in 2000. Hmm. I'm not going to lie, dude. She crushed this fucking performance. Yeah, she's amazing. Dude, I I was just every time... Especially those first two episodes. Dude, everything... And even with... Yeah. um, Dude, everything that she did, I was just... I was just... Yeah. Oh. Oh. Oh, oh, Sharon. It's the (laughs) old-fashioned... Uh, Zoe's hospital room and uh, number in Dracula, the, the Dark Compass, which is episode three, um, is AD seventy two, a reference to the Hammer film Dracula AD in nineteen seventy two, starring Christopher Lee as Dracula. Hmm. Um, the design of Dracula evolves over the course of the three chapters, each of which pays homage to a previous incarnation of the iconic vampire. The initial. 
decaying state of the elderly Dracula, Count Dracula, resembles Gary's, uh, Gary Oldman's rendition in Francis Ford Coppola's Bram Stoker's Dracula. Mm-hmm. Dracula's long coat and cape with a wide resting tunic is directly inspired by Sir Christopher Lee's costume in his debut film, The Horror of Dracula. And Dracula's dinner attire aboard the Demeter is, a cla- is of the classic Bela Lugosi design, complete with the red amulet, hmm. which I thought was awesome. Yeah. In Jack's bedroom in Dracula, the Dark Compass, the wallpaper is the same design as the hallway car- uh, carpet of The Shining. Oh. So yeah, when you in in that third episode when he's standing there and he keeps getting the phone call mm-hmm. and he's looking at his phone, yeah. Um, you look back and uh, it's the carpet, oh. like the wallpaper. It's like a blue, yeah. so it doesn't stand out as much. And well, <laughs> I almost feel like I should go back and take that out because that's big old spoiler alert for the third episode. Oh, that's fine. Ooh. If you haven't seen this yet don't listen yet because we're gonna spoil the shit out of it in we're like gonna spoil the minutes. shit out of them honestly the third episode throws in a twist that i didn't see coming well the end of the second episode leading into the third yeah. caught me so goddamn off guard i wasn't ready so much so that i don't like it <laughs> yeah. and we'll get to that. um there's a doctor who easter egg mina's letter to jonathan mentions a, uh, an adorable barmaid from the rose and crown hmm. clara Oswin Os- um, Oswald worked at the Rose and Crown in Doctor's Who, in Doctor Who's The Snowmen, which is set in Victoria era, and was also in the Victorian era, and also, was also written by Stephen Moffat. <laughs> to prepare for the role, uh, Kles Bang watched as many Dracula interpretations as he could. He was particularly impressed with Klaus Kinski's portrayal of the vampire in uh, Werner Herzog's Nosferatu the Vampire in 1979. Um, Dracula the Dark Compass features Whitby, which connects Bram Stoker's origins for the story of Dracula. Uh, Development first started for this uh, adaptation in 2017 and was filmed over a period of five months. So that's about it. There wasn't a whole lot that I really could get into. And and it's so, another one of those. They wanted to make it, so they made it. Yeah, exactly. Which is cool. That's fine. We got a lot to cover now, so it's good let's, to have a brisk pace. Let's dive in. Yeah, dude. We blew right through it. Mm-hmm. So diving in, episode one called The Rules of the Beast. So it starts out... It does this really cool fly-in view where it's kind of back. And I hate to use the word fly... Because it's very prominent, yeah. <laughs> but it kind of, it's an away shot as it as they kind of pan in to where the, um, they zoom in on the monastery. Mm-hmm. Um, where Mr. Harker uh, is there, Jonathan Harker. Mm-hmm. Um, he's in the monastery. And I wrote down journals and stakes. Yeah. And... What? You said, yeah, like you wanted to expand, so I oh, stopped. Oh, no. <laughs> um, so he's there looking like just complete shit. Yeah. Like, what the fuck actually happened? Like, he just, like, don't necessarily want to say that he's, de- like, it's so much decay, but it kind of is. It's pretty close. I mean, his skin is starting to, like, 
ruffle and Puss up peel and, yeah. and he's losing his nails. He's very gaunt. And... Dude, later on when they show one like somebody t- pulling off a nail, it kind of it wasn't as bad, but it, it kind of puts out that same like gross factor, like with Brightburn and the the glass in the eye. Like mm. it's obviously not as painful. Yeah, but you're yeah, like I don't necessarily just thinking about it. <laughs> just, <yeah. laughs> when you're just like. Dude, like if you if you cut your fingernails and you cut it down too low and then you get to that point to where you're like, ah, mm. I couldn't imagine having the whole thing fucking come off, dude, because that oh. would hurt so bad. Um, so he's being interviewed by uh by the sisters there, mm. and apparently one of them had to be chaperone because she can't be trusted alone with a man, which I thought was kind of funny because yeah, she... it was funny. And when you get to the end of the episode and you realize what's actually going on there, it's like, oh, that is so frick like. The first two episodes, I almost wanted to watch a second time mm-hmm. because the twist of what's going on the whole time makes you go, oh, shit, this isn't quite what I thought it was. Right. Well, and that's kind of what I feel like, too. Like, I really feel like, like you said, the first episode, fantastic. Yeah. Second episode, I liked it. Yeah. I had no problems with it. I feel like the third episode, so much happened so quickly that... I almost kind of would have liked another episode. Fair enough. Just because it's like you went through a lot in that last episode mm-hmm. and so much didn't get fucking talked about. And it, the, and you went from here to here relatively quick. Yeah. And it like, it almost makes the second episode pointless because yeah, he has to get into the water But all of the character development and the relationship stuff between Dracula and Agatha in two Mm -hmm. doesn't matter. Because by three, it's not her. Yeah, no, it's, uh, spoiler alert, it's uh, her great-great-niece, Zoe. But yeah, and so that's the thing, though, because it's like... Yeah, okay. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um and so they're they're sitting there, they're talking to him, they're interviewing him, finding out what's going on. Mm-hmm. The the kind of the creepy thing about that is is there's a lot of flies in yeah. this episode. And like at, like it I didn't get it at first. I'm like, okay, I get it. What's with the flies? But then I'm like, oh, flies circle the undead. It makes sense. Yeah, but and not only that, watching the original Dracula um, Which I should have done, but I, I yeah. didn't. I haven't watched it since Halloween. Yeah, I haven't either. But it, what I loved about this first episode is watching it made me feel like I was watching the original Dracula mm-hmm. mixed with Bram Stoker's. Yeah. Like it's it. That's why I loved it so much. Like it's exactly what I was hoping it would be, tone wise and all of the steps. Because instead, because in the original, it's um. Renfield, who doesn't show up until episode three in this. Okay. Um, but in the original and in the uh, Keanu Reeves one, it's Renfield who essentially falls victim to Dracula and is his servant and is eating bugs, eating flies in his like loony bin cell. Right. To satiate his hunger and thirst for blood. Right. Which was kind of funny, too, because, I mean, later on, his lawyer, when he's sitting in the car, pops his hand up and then eats the fly. Yeah. And so I was like, okay. 
Which is very much a tie to that, which I appreciated, but again, episode three. Yeah. Um, but the thing about that is he's just sitting there. He's got this blank-ass look on his face, and then mm-hmm. the, the the fly goes and walks on it. Like, he's walking on his face and then walks across his eyeball and still Harker's just, like, unfazed by it until mm-hmm. it crawls underneath the inside of his eyelid. Nice. And I was like, oh, okay, what the actual F? <laughs> and then after a little bit of conversation, it comes out his mouth. Yeah. I'm like, oh. <laughs> and uh, he doesn't flinch at all. Like, no, it's not even happening. No, it's just like, yeah, it didn't even happen. Um, and so they're, they, you know, they're somewhat interrogating, but it's not like harsh or anything. Mm-hmm. But they're like, you know, did you have sexual relations with the count? And it's like, they ask it like two or three times to where it's almost like, what are you trying to get? Yeah, that, that was the one thing in one that I was like, there was no. In the in the second point. episode with him being so seductive, yeah, that made sense. Yeah, I got that. But in this one, it's like, why did you ask him so many times if he had sexual relations with the count? We're like, is it because of the fact that it's like the late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds that? you're thinking that the reason why he's in such decay is because of this? Like, that doesn't make sense. Well, like, I can't think that, of any other reason why they would ask that. The only thing that I would just occurred to me right now is that they know that he takes brides. And one of the things that in the old movies, of course, they always, it was women. Yeah. And this was the first time I had ever seen a version of Dracula where it was just anybody. Yeah. Man, so, woman, whatever, and they would be considered his quote unquote brides and he would use them to quote unquote breed. And I would assume that she knows that because she knows a lot about Dracula. She does. She does. Um, so that might be why she was asking is because she yeah. knows that that's what he uh, does. You know what? We'll just roll with that. We'll say that that's the case. Because yeah. that, that otherwise, yeah, it doesn't make sense. Um, And so... Transylvania. Mm-hmm. This is when they kind of pan back out of that, and then they actually go to Count Dracula uh, or Castle Dracula, whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, it's very much like the original, very much like with the Bram hor- Stoker's. Yeah, with the horse and arriving yeah. and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked how the the driver looked with you know the the face mask covering mm-hmm. his face, and you can only see the eyes. It's kind of like the mountain, mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah, kind of. It's um, not as imposing. <laughs> And so it it kind of caught me off guard as well with seeing Harker and how different he actually looked when he wasn't going through this yeah. ordeal. Like it's like, it made you go, oh shit! Like he's really going through it. Yeah. Um. And so he's given a crucifix, saying that. Uh, <laughs> um. He's given a crucifix. Uh, was he given it to by the driver, or so who was in the cart? Well, somebody gave him a crucifix and saying, the count will find you. He finds people. Cause they don't I remember that, but I don't remember. Yeah, because the they don't take him all the way up to the castle. They drop him off part way, and mm-hmm. then I think the driver comes and gets him from there. Yeah. Um, and so the funny thing was is uh, he I, the next thing that I wrote down was the I think the the letter or the conversation he was having with Mina mm-hmm. before he left. And I wrote down, it almost sounds like Mina was giving him a hall pass at first. 
Yeah, you know, that and, was pretty funny. <laughs> and then she starts listing off all the guys that are in their lives as like mutual <laughs> friends, and he's like, "Okay, I get it." I'm like, "Clever." Like, that was hilarious. Yeah, that's awesome. Like, uh, yeah, you can sleep with whoever you want, and while you're gone, I got this guy, yeah, this, this guy, guy, this guy. <laughs> just line them up down the block. Yeah, really. one good turn deserves uh, <laughs> deserves another. There, Mister Hawker. Uh-huh. Um, and so yeah, I really liked how the undead driver looked. Uh, mm-hmm. Super cool. And then he goes and knocks on the door and gong, gong, and then all the bats start swarming yeah, and all that. That was a nice kind of, touch. Yeah. And then the thing that I noticed once he gets inside the castle, because the door just opens. Yeah. He walks in there and he he's looking around. I fucking love castles. I love mm-hmm. how this one looked. Um Well, uh, it's a nice touch that they add on. I'm jumping ahead quite a bit, but sorry about cool. that noise. Hot <laughs> Mountain Dew. Oh, they, you're making fun of my beer burps earlier. They point out that the castle is like a maze, and that yeah, a labyrinth. Yeah, and that you just you can't find your way, and you go down one you know hallway, and it turns you into some completely different thing. And I thought that which was a is nice a fun, touch. which is a fun scene later yeah. on as well. Um, the cool thing that I liked is when he's walking in there is. It took a second, and I was almost thinking, I'm like, well, was it really? When you're looking at the, at the staircase, because everything's stone, mm-hmm. and so when you look at the staircase, the inlay of the it, skulls, the, the skulls. Yeah. yeah, I, I like, noticed that too. That was a okay. really cool I was thing. like, okay, cool. So yeah, they're chilling. They're talking. Mm-hmm. You know, he's the lawyer, you know, handling uh, the Count's affairs, uh, getting set up with some property mm-hmm. in London. Which is all very much original. Yeah. Um, and then it turns out the overnight stay ends up being like in a month or yeah. what it was going to be. He's like, yeah, no, I'm not, I can't let you go. <laughs> um, and then I, I to which would, he goes, but why I'm a lawyer. Like I, that's all I need to do is just, yeah. And he's, he's like, oh, well you're going to help me learn English and stuff like that. And I really liked, it was another new wrinkle in the Dracula lore. The idea that he, when he sucks their blood, he's taking on their personality and their knowledge and some of their yeah it's basically like his, he's like, like absorbing them yeah so when he drinks somebody's blood it's it's almost just like when you plug into the matrix and it just downloads mm-hmm. like as you will talk about in the third episode but he in the third episode he really starts to hammer in the concept that blood is life blood is lives mm-hmm. once you learn how to read it this and that and so it's like Really, like, if he were to drink your blood, get your knowledge, he's learning how to do everything, mm-hmm. starts to get younger, yeah. like, all, it's, it is a really cool touch. Yeah, in, in episode one, as he slowly starts to drain Harker, he's getting progressively younger, and in two, to skip ahead a little bit, like, he needs to learn German real quick, to mm-hmm. talk to the old lady, yep. and so he attacks the crewman. Yeah, the German crewman, yeah. yeah. And he, so then he's just able to speak German. Right. Like, I thought that was so clever. And the character had a stutter, and he had that stutter. I didn't notice that. Yeah, the character himself had a, a stutter. And so when he first started to talk, he mm-hmm. had a stutter, and then it slowly went away. Okay. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to have to... I'll probably definitely watch the, the it again at yeah. some point down the road, because I'm sure there's a lot of things that I didn't pick up um, the first time through. Mm-hmm. Um, so... They're what Hank. They're they're they make it up to his room. He's mm-hmm. getting situated, and then he 
freaks out and smacks the mirror off his desk. So the whole thing is, is later on you find out that the mirrors don't really seem to affect Dracula the way that they normally do. Because everyone's like, oh, it's a, a, a reflection thing. Yeah. But he sees a reflection. It's just he sees what he really looks like. It's like a mm-hmm. true refle- a reflection. Yeah. But then he can also, as you see later on as well, is he can make you see... alternate futures or whatever you want to see do you know why he originally couldn't see his reflection in mirrors is because old mirrors were lined in the back with silver and that's why he couldn't see it wasn't a reflection thing it was because the silver made it so he couldn't okay okay no i didn't know that you learn something new every day that's why i'm here um so i thought it was kind of cool he does you know, freaks out and he cuts himself and then mm-hmm. the the count has to leave. Which is more or less a thing that happens in previous Where he's iterations. Like, yeah. Um and so he hears a scratching at his window, which mm-hmm. I thought this too was a cool touch. He's yeah. he he hears a scratching at the window, he goes and looks and it's like it doesn't make any sense when you're looking at it. You're like, Oh Yeah, I thought it said get out. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I it... wanted to, you won't let me. <laughs> And then he look, you know, he looks out the window. And it's like, what the fuck? And he looks up, and then he sees the bride fucking mm-hmm. spider way, her way back into the room. Yeah. Um, but then, uh, yeah, climbing back up backwards, which is kind of weird. So, uh, to skip ahead for a second, so what was scratched into the window was help us, but mm-hmm. it was backwards and upside down. So that way, when the sunlight came in, mm-hmm. it actually showed help us on the floor and it's like oh that's cool um so he that night before he sees that he um he's sleeping and he has a dream about mina it's a it's a sensual one Mm -hmm. right (laughs) and the in you know it's classic and then you know getting hot and heavy and then all of a sudden right before he wakes up he sees old man count you know and it's like ah (laughs) (laughs) you're not who i wanted no. Go away. <laughs> no. And so, and, and then it comes up again where the sis- sister believes that um, that he contracted something sexually from the council, which is why I think that she kept asking, you know, did you have sexual relations with the council? Well, especially after that little interaction, I would probably be like, are you sure? Yeah, you guys aren't. Um, well, like I said, I think it makes more sense that she knows that he takes brides male or female and that really does make sense um to create an army of draculas right but i mean even still like like he he's always had brides but like how many he had what two upstairs oh there were like four because there were a couple in the there was the one that could get out but there were like at least two or three other crates up there. yeah but you only ever see the one you see another one and then there's the baby yeah and the baby was of the one that could get out yeah yeah, yeah. um and so the the next day he wakes up and then he's trying to you know find his way upstairs to see what you know what the fuck was going on and then this is where it does the whole scene where it's a labyrinth and he's working his way through the castle, but he's never really getting anywhere. Yeah. And which I thought was kind of cool. He gets to a point to where he's going one way and then it'll show him going like a shadow of him going in an opposite direction where it's just all kind of mm-hmm. interweaving. And 
he he spent the whole day yeah. doing it. Like he basically said he wasted a day trying to figure his way around. Um, and then that evening, you uh, he sees the count again. He's uh, starting to de-age a little bit. He's not looking so old and decrepit. Right. Um, and that you know the new blood is kind of invigorating him you mm-hmm. know he's learning this and that um but it was kind of funny because it did the nice uh no pl- kind of nice play on words where they're you know they're having their conversation and you know dracula's like there is no one living here yeah. you know nobody's alive <laughs> yeah. right because he's asking he's like you know where i saw i saw somebody you know is there you sure there's nobody else here living here and he's like yeah no one is uh living here <laughs> <laughs> and that's when the nail falls off gross yeah yeah um and so he you know he's searching around he ends up what in the crypts yeah keeps searching he uh ends up finding um some crates stashings of people that were obviously there before him Mm -hmm. he's going through their belongings um and then you know the more he digs in some some of the the crates he starts to see like he sees the side of somebody's head yeah and then, you know, a hand starts to come out of one behind him. And I wrote down uh, zombies, but, you know, it's, it's just the undead and they're like chasing mm-hmm. them around. Um, <laughs> and as they're talking, uh, I thought they were saying Mormon, Mormon. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> but then I put, I put on subtitles and they were saying Amora Ma, which in Romanian means kill me. Oh. Yeah, I I had to put on. Uh, that's why I was like put on subtitles. I'm like, what the fuck are they saying? And then <laughs> I'm like, Mormons okay, Dracula's. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, <laughs> and then I'm like, what does Amorama mean? And it it means in Romanian it means kill me, and that's what the end oh. are saying. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, um, I really liked when he's running away from those uh, the undead. He finds Dracula's tomb, or his cri- or his um, yeah tomb. And, you know, it's got the crack. He's looking in. He can see Dracula's head. And it's just like, oh, let's just go ahead and stare in there with his lamp. And then Dracula does this this cross thing with his hands and then, like, opens the thing up. And I was like, okay, that's rad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought that was really cool. Um, that night or that uh, the next, he's uh, being told to write three letters. Mm-hmm. This was fucked up. Yeah. Do you want to? I, I, I didn't want to rewind. Uh, did you write down what the letters were? Because I remember one was where he's at, one where he's going to be, and then one or where he's supposed to be. Yeah. Basically, like he's basically sending out these letters saying that he's no longer here to stop people from coming to look for him. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, that's like. And he's post dating them so oh, that yeah. they're like two weeks out, three weeks out, mm-hmm. a month later, whatever. Yeah, it's really fucked up too because like if you're like being held against your will somewhere and someone's like, I want you to write three letters saying this, you're like, I'm not going to make it out of your life. <laughs> yeah. And that's more or less what he's saying. And then on top of that, he starts hearing a baby crying mm-hmm. coming from a bag and he's like, What's up with the fucking baby? Yeah. And, and he's Draco's like, There's, like, no, There's baby. no baby. There's what no are you talking baby about? here. Idiot. Boy, I see no boy here. <laughs> and so. Um, da, 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 da. he start. He's thinking about it more and more and more, and he kind of cracks a code. Uh, and he, I lost my spot. He uh, he found the map. He found yeah. a map to the castle. Because there's these two portraits. I don't remember. One of them is 
Vitruvius. I mm-hmm. don't remember, and then his wife. Yeah, and I really liked how I wrote down later that he was standing guard mm-hmm. because it was a lot of um, symbolism to yeah. it. Symbolism. Isn't that nice? Well, no. Everything you... has a meaning. <laughs> Circular. It's well, a no... circle. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen Boondock Saints? Yeah. Yeah, when he's like, yeah, what's the symbology of it? And he's like, symbology. He's like, I think the word you're looking for is symbolism. <laughs> it's the symbolism. You don't like Willem Dafoe. Get the oh. fuck out. Symbolism. <laughs> um, Spider-Man. Right. <laughs> he, uh, he crapped, yeah, he cracked the code, found the map to the castle. She was the map and he stood guard at the door. So... When he figures it out, he pulls her portrait down, mm-hmm. finds all the papers, and then basically puzzle pieces it together with overlapping and finds out, yeah, it's a map of the castle. And then he's like, oh, you know, Petruvius is standing guard. So then he like pushes the door open mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, okay, cool. He's, you know, figuring it out. Um, Which I find it a little interesting that the map to get to the place he needs to be is right next, next to the place <laughs> that he needs to be. <laughs> yeah, that's it should I'm... just be a big sign that says, look to the left. Yeah, I'm with stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so he goes, um, sees, you know, finds the big crates that have the little ball tubes at the end to where you can kind of see in them. Mm-hmm. Um Finds out that one of the brides can get out, and she's he's like she doesn't. She said that he doesn't know that she can get out. Yeah, um, which is always a good sign, right? That'll end well. <laughs> and so um, he saw the baby in the tube, but he got bit and put in the box with the baby vamp. Yeah, which it's like, oh, please don't let me die to this baby vampire, please. Good God, please. <laughs> um, and so Dracula. Then he gets out somehow. Dracula, I think, lets him out. He lets him out, and they end and up outside on the balcony. Well, yeah, because the he kills the bride that could get out. Yeah, he stakes her. Yeah. Which is kind of weird, because it's like... I mean, we'll get to this later on, but like, there's not a whole lot of vamp... There's not a lot of whole, like non-human death in this. So, if she's mm. a bride, and he stabs her, but she's laying there on the ground... Not to give it away just yet, but when one of his brides, or to be, gets killed later on, she straight blade evaporates. True. And then left with ash on the floor, so it's like... Yeah, but maybe that's because she was... uh... Cremated, just the word I couldn't come up with. Maybe that's why. It's possible. She returned to her state of death which would be ash that's a good pull god damn it i hate it when you do something good because i can't compliment you without you being like yeah i know <laughs> that's why i'm here it's so what i do it's what i do so it's your face so- <laughs> <laughs> i hate you um so there he takes harker out onto the patio of the castle whatever um, balcony yeah the balcony and so yeah he's out there and he's you know he's asking harker to describe what the sun looks like and he refers to the sun as a her mm-hmm. you know what does she look like this and that um and he's like he he won't tell he said no he's like fuck you but his account is uh 
Dracula will be served. Dracula is my master. Dracula will be obeyed. Dracula mm-hmm. is the beginning and end. Dracula is all things. Dracula is God. He wrote it down when he arrived, but he never wrote what happened. So basically, twist, you find out that since he's been at the monastery and he's like, well, you read in my account, you know, yeah. this is what happened with this. And, you know, you that read in my account. That was the fun twist that for was this a fu- That was super awesome, the yeah. twist. Because you basically found out that all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. Yeah, essentially. That's exactly what it is. Like, you think that he has this grand account of what happened while he was at mm-hmm. the Count's castle. And that they're just asking him to see what he still remembers yeah, or exactly. whatever. But it's like they're asking him because all he wrote down was... Dracula will be served. Yeah. All you know, that long spiel I just went through and he but he never actually wrote what happened. Yeah. So like when they're asking him what happened, they're like, Really? Tell us what happened because you're not <laughs> And he's going, Why don't you just read my fucking book? Like yeah. I wrote your whole book right there in your hands. Mm-hmm. Read my book. And so the you know, funny story. He's been dead the whole time. Shock. Shocker. Twist. Uh Dracula snapped his neck. Mm-hmm. But he's not yet a vamp. He's in the process of like he's undead yeah but uh kind of a zombie but not quite a zombie right and then he he comes back he said stay you could be my bride Mm -hmm. so there it is um he said you could be my bride and then gets burnt by he gets burned by the sun and then harker jumps Mm mm-hmm but then you find, and then after that, it goes back to the monastery. You find out that Mina was the other sister yeah. that was with Agatha. Um, and then all of a sudden, bats come crashing through the window and get her, mm-hmm. kind of attack her. And then Harker is enticed by the blood. But um, tells her to take the stake. She's bleeding, but he can't, uh, and he can't take it. Uh, I got, I kind of got goosebumps at this part when, you know, this when sister Agatha, she said, we're being attacked by the forces of darkness. Mm-hmm. I was like, I got a goosebumps again, just saying that out loud. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's so rad. Um, so then the, you know, speed ahead to that night. Um, they're, and I guess it, it, it got night real quick yeah. because by the time they got down, well, I mean, it was a long story. So I'm yeah, assuming it was, it was like mid afternoon by the time we got down. Yeah. And they get downstairs and, um, the, well, they were already downstairs and I'm not going to lie, but dude, mother superior was kind of a bitch. Yeah. She was kind of a, she was kind of being a wuss about it. Um, there, there's a wolf walking around at the gate, which is pretty fucking rad. Mm-hmm. And then the wolf transformation, like we've seen wolves transform and like humans transforming into wolves mm-hmm. werewolves whatever vice versa trick it's oh al- yeah trick or treat it's always been kind of brutal yeah but this one was a different level man because it's it like pretty grody yeah like th- like the wolf's laying on its side and then you just kind of see like dracula clawing his way out of it and then he's like backwards and he's kind of mm-hmm. contorting and it's like and naked, of course. Uh, gotta, yeah, naked, of course. Naked. Yeah, um, Kles is definitely showing off the cheeks quite a bit <laughs> in, in this series. Yeah. And hey, more power to you, my man. Um, so, sister, they're like, sisters, present arms, and boom, all the stakes come out of the sleeves. I'm like, yeah, fuck that was awesome. yes. <laughs> I'm like, let's get rad with it real quick. Um, yeah, so sisters, present arms, butt naked vamp. Of course. And then, you know, she's like, you're not invited in. And just like this whole 
error that Agatha has. She is just there's something about her in this one. Like, yeah, I like, mean, she's definitely take charge. Like, yeah. I know you, I know your shit. But it's not even like, like it is definitely a take charge. But it's like there's something so calm and authoritative about it to where it's like. She's not like, I'm a badass for the sake of being a badass. Yeah. Like, it's just her delivery. It was well written. Mm-hmm. And she was there. They weren't trying to make a badass female lead. Yeah. I mean, she, she didn't was like, put on badass. sunglasses for the sake of putting on sunglasses. Yeah. yeah like they, they weren't trying to force it on yeah. you. She just delivered that kind of performance to where, you know. And it, then, but then when you figure out who she really is, which, spoiler alert. Agatha von Helsing. When I heard that, I was like, "Fuck!" Fuck! I just got goosebumps. I just got goosebumps again. (laughs) I'm like, Agatha. (laughs) Well, I mean, every iteration, it's been a guy. Yeah, it's always been uh, what Abraham Abraham van Helsing. I think so. Yeah. Well, yeah. Van Helsing. um, Hugh Jackman was in Van Helsing. Yeah. And Um, the original Dracula was an older gentleman. Yeah. And and it's one of those things. I just I never saw it coming. And then when they said it i was like oh okay well and see that's the that thing like not sense. to get like onto one of these tangents here but like a lot of things will come out now to where i feel like i don't i don't know kind of pander yeah where it's like okay so you know we'll be pc and woke and we'll do this for the sake of doing this mm-hmm. but like in this with making van helsing a female mm-hmm. and having her be the lead it was done so fucking perfect yeah. to the point to where they didn't have to hype it up by saying, you know, she's out there kicking ass. You know, it's just, it just delivered. Yeah. You know, and then like, it, it was nice to see that because they're like her, she was like my, probably my favorite thing about this show was probably her. Definitely. I mean, and it's one of those seamless uh, reveals mm-hmm. that if nothing else, it makes everything else make sense. Yeah. Because you go, oh, that's why she's acting the way she's acting. And that's why she's so nonchalant about this whole encounter. Yeah, because it's her life's work. She knows all yeah. about it. Because if she's just a nun, it's like, why? Why yeah. are you acting like that? Like, mm-hmm. this guy was attacked by a monster. But to have it be Van Helsing, you go, oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, This yeah. is what she does. Yeah, 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 she's yeah, yeah. been studying him her whole life mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, dude, I can't. I can't press enough how fucking much i loved her in this show um and so you know back upstairs what was it um mina's with harker Mm -hmm. and harker takes a stake and tries to kill himself Mm -hmm. well suicide doesn't work for the undead obviously because and that's the thing that uh that's the thing that Dracula says too later. He's like, you know, if the undead could just kill themselves, a lot of them probably would. Yeah. Um, and so suicide doesn't work. Invite me in. And he got in. So Harker did it. He wasn't dead. He invited Dracula in, which fucked everybody. Of course. Because he is out there just whooping ass on, on the nuns with the stakes because he cuts and then he cuts off Mother Superior's head yeah, downstairs when they're praying. That mm-hmm. was sick. Uh, with a sword, nonetheless. Yeah. Um, and there's this big old standoff between the nuns and him because yeah. they all have crosses and he just sits in the middle of the room. He's like, Sit, I can wait. Well, and then he sits down on like a, a big old throny style chair mm-hmm. 
and then he has his wolves do it for him. Yeah. So he summons some wolves because um, wolves attack because they use crucifixes. Uh, they all died, but Agatha and Mina. So Mina and Agatha are downstairs in her like workshop, and so they take um, the communal bread or yeah. whatever, and then they kind of form a barrier. Mm-hmm. which we'll see happens in the next episode, something different. Um, but they can't cross it because it's still holy. Right. And so, but Mina convinced that Harker can still be saved or whatever. She lets him in. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you find out it was Dracula wearing Harker's face or transformed into him, him or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like but, he did with the wolf. Yeah transformed into him and it's like well you fucked up and the face rip off to reveal that it was him the whole time was, was gross so, yeah it was, yeah that's so cool yeah um how long did that take yeah, that's no, episode we're, one we're at 47 minutes yeah we need to hurry up <laughs> no that's not bad i suppose you suppose um all right so i'll do this two more times yeah well i mean we talked about our favorite ones so true uh, the next episode we're gonna say is gonna start it 48 minutes because we're, we're time stamping this for you guys so if you have listened to the first episode or watched it but you haven't got to the second one you can still listen true <laughs> you know we're, we're gonna time stamp it for you all right so the second episode is called the blood vessel nice mm. play on words because uh-huh. it takes place on a ship or a vessel yeah mm. um i i at like starting this episode i wrote down i i the look of the show is amazing. It's well mm-hmm. shot. I loved everything about it. Um, and then it's mostly like everything's already seemingly happened. Yeah. And Agatha and the Count are playing chess or they get ready to play chess and they're right. they're hanging out. Um, and I wrote down that the chemistry that the, they have together, it's I wrote down it's undeniable, but like they have a they have this chemistry between the two of them that it just it worked yeah i mean that whole interplay reminded me a lot of like sherlock holmes Mm -hmm. game of shadows when he's playing chess at the end with moriarty yeah it was that kind of tense trying to one-up each other they're playing chess technically but they're really like dueling of the minds trying to figure each other out right and that's the thing too is because she's so fucking smart I sound, <laughs> I yeah. sound like I sound like this little boy. Like I just can't talk about how much I like this chick. The only or... thing I didn't like about the intro was here. I'm sitting down and I'm telling you a story again because that's what they did the first time. Yeah, and I was like, okay, well, this is going to be the trope every episode. That's going to be like I'm going to tell you a story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is how I met your mother. <laughs> um, so I wrote down watching the intro for the second time. I was. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I told you this at lunch today, how it had that Marvel Netflix vibe. It, the, mm-hmm. the intro reminded me a lot of the Daredevil intro. Um, and I wrote down Daredevil-esque. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, and uh, as you said also, that it lends itself a lot to how the BBC shows are. They do that. As, yeah, Sherlock has a similar opening style. Right. Um, so I wrote down, I'm super glad that my dreams aren't this vivid. No kidding. <laughs> um, the severed crawling hand. I thought it was a baby hand, and then I saw the grown-ass man, and I was like, oh. <laughs> right? And I'm like, oh, my God. Because And the funny thing was is if you ever watch Nosferatu, mm-hmm. which you should. Nosferatu? Yeah, because it's good. Mm-hmm. But the guy there reminds me of, of 
the way that he kind of looked kind of reminded me of the guy from that show. I don't remember his name because it's been a minute, but mm. um, yeah, kind of reminded me of that big burly guy with a beard. Yeah. Um, so going over what seems to be several passengers of the ship, the the Demeter. Uh, so they're kind of just doing a, like a rundown of all the different characters on the ship. All the yeah, it's that very like Murder on the Orient Express e. Like, mm-hmm. here's the rich couple that just got married. Here's the doctor. Here's the old lady with all the jewels. Here's right. the, this person. Yep. Um, and the coffins with mold and dirt in them. <laughs> that sure was a, fine. Was that, is that a new thing for this show? Was the coffin with the native soil or with no. the earth in it? That's a No, that's, that's definitely... Cause that's, and that's one of the things that once I figured out what was going on with this episode, it was like, okay, this was like the middle part of original Dracula's, he has to sleep in his native soil. So he actually transported soil with him when he went to wherever it was he went to in the original movie. Right. And I, I didn't watch all of Bram Stoker's, but I believe the same thing happened there. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, I really wanted to watch those and kind of refresh on it mm-hmm. before talking about it too much. Um, well, that's why I'm here. <laughs> I remember it pretty well. Good. So, stake through the heart. Seems as if Dracula made his mark somewhat quickly. Mm-hmm. So, he's already, he's like, they're barely in, and he's already starting to do work. Yeah. Well, and it's cool, because, I mean, he, and they talk about it later, like, he, he drew them all to the ship. Mm-hmm. And he essentially was giving himself a buffet to last the voyage mm-hmm. to where he was trying to get to. Yeah. It was his, it was his way of, like formal training you know what i mean like like we said uh for the first uh, during the first episode was uh talking about how he acquires traits and abilities from the people that he feeds on Mm -hmm. and so he's learning different things from different people in order to kind of become a complete package for when he gets to london Mm -hmm you know, kind of pick up this ability and how people act and how, this and that, you know, so he's just not that, you know, weird 500 guy from Transylvania yeah. that just pops up and he doesn't know how to socially <laughs> interact with people. And it's like... Because then he can't lure people in as well. Exactly. And if that's anything that this guy does and this is like, he does, he, he's not what you would consider or what I would consider your, your classic beauty. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like what you, like your hot by any standards but like he does have this um sort of allure to him that he does do very well in the whole luring people in as dracula he's he's not like charisma yeah he's charming well that's there you go um yeah and we already talked about this before but he he drained the guy to get the Mm -hmm. uh, the german and then we find out that he actually killed this old lady's mom back in the day like they hooked up when she was younger right and had this dance and all this stuff yeah that was a trip that was awesome i was like oh man and then he kills her (laughs) yeah um and so i wrote down it's showing the crew as they arrive on the ship and signing the book and it kind of does flashbacks with the people as they get on Mm -hmm. um but agatha is confused about why dracula would travel out in the open but why wouldn't he that like she was because she asks him that while they're playing like you just travel in the open like that but it's like well why wouldn't he nobody knows what a vampire is yeah i mean the only thing 
and later on they just show that because it's so foggy and he brought the fog with yeah, him that somehow. Was a little, that was a little much for me. but Yeah, but it, it <laughs> gave him the opportunity to be able to be on deck and not have to be in the gallows the entire trip. Right. But I mean, nice like, touch. but even still travel out in the open, like, I, was she like assuming that he would have been like either a under deck the whole time because of the sun, but also to be like the way that I took it was like mingling, like mm. being amongst the people, you know, and, and like, well, yeah, I mean, I guess, cause I mean, the more in, in view you are, and the more your wacky shit comes into play and people put the pieces together. Right. But I mean, think about that though. It's like, so did he handpick all of these people before they got on the ship or, yes. but then how did he do that? I don't remember. I don't they don't really go into the details, but they do he... essentially say that he, cause there's some, it's the later down here, the ledger? but, uh, Mr. Balower, Balour. Balour. Oh. He invited well, all of them and coerced them all into being on this ship. Okay, and I wrote down all that there too. Okay, that okay. Because I was going to say, because it's like, it's either A, he already knew they were all there, and then he knew what he was getting, or he was mingling because he was trying to figure out what he had. And so that's what I was trying yeah. to figure out. He co- I don't know about some of the crewmen, but all of the guests aboard were there because of him right okay well um the little the next little scene there where the the cook is making uh, you know making whatever he called dinner there i like how he wasn't a fan of romanians <laughs> he's like romanians <laughs> like he didn't like romanians at all huh. and then when he was hanging out with that little with that younger guy um he he hands him a shot or he hands him the bottle of whatever liquor that was rum. And mm-hmm. he's like, he's like, uh, drink this. It'll stop your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. But then later on, like you said, uh, Dracula seems to have the ability to induce fog with his breath, mm-hmm. which, uh, I thought was stupid. <laughs> I mean, how else is he going to do it? I get it, but he's not fucking storm. He's not <laughs> out there just, what he needs Gar- is the toothbrush. Yeah, yeah garlic breathing the fucking. Um, but I did, I, I did write down. It must be. It would be pretty rad to be able to absorb things from drinking people's blood. Not Except saying for the that. Aftertaste. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not saying that I would like. It's like, oh, if you drink this guy's blood, then you will be able to. It's like, oh, okay. You know, Van Halen, you drink Eddie's blood, all of a sudden you become a master guitar player. I yeah. don't think I would go down that. I don't think I could go down that road because, sure. but it's like, but then to be able to shred like Eddie is a, that wanna would be, be rad. You want to be like mine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> I, I become the next Michael Jordan. Well, it, like I said earlier, I mean, Rest it's a piece, Kobe. Indeed. It's a cool new wrinkle in the mythos of the Dracula lore. Mm-hmm. It's something that, I mean, I haven't seen, you know, I'm not incredibly well-versed in Dracula, but I've never heard of it before. Right. And I thought it was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And it, it also, I like that he's selective. Well, he becomes selective, <laughs> very selective later on Yeah. as well. And I thought that was cool. It's like, he's not just out here Killing drinking everybody. the blood because of what it like. He's, yeah. It's not just staying alive. Ha, 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 staying alive. 
it's him. <laughs> I hate you so much. How dare you bring the Bee Gees into this, dude? He, he needs to do that, too, oh. but he's selective in who it is so that he can advance Right, what so he's basically what we're saying is that you and myself would be fine because we yeah. have nothing to attribute. No, maybe our sense of humor. <laughs> right, we are pretty funny, myself mostly. No, um, really. So, like you said, he's talking to the Duchess, mm-hmm. plot twist, he was there when she was young, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was really cool. Some of the writing in this was just like... Yeah, I mean, all the twists and shit, you know, until we get to three, were really clever. And yeah. it's like, oh man, I didn't, I, I wasn't expecting to have to unravel a puzzle. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't like trying to look for hidden meanings, but I definitely didn't see them. Right. Except oh. for the room nine thing. And yeah, and the name of the that boy that was taking the shot with the cook was uh, Piotr. Piotr. Uh, so speaking of, I wrote down, they are really building the suspense for what's going on with cabin nine they're mm-hmm. not going to tell you what's going on but they keep they keep talking about it yeah. they keep hitting at it they're not allowed in they're, yep and that's captain's orders yeah so that's don't... not even anybody else that's the captain like stay the fuck out of there mm-hmm. which oh, obviously yeah, would be it. yeah, part of the cabin um so the the bride um makes her way up adorabella adorabella makes her way up and she's talking to the count, and then he does the the mirror trick with the um, like a pool of water. Yeah, the, yeah. He opens up the lid of a, a barrel, mm-hmm. and then does the the reflection trick with the lady with the Dorabella, and then he kills her. Mm-hmm. Um, and the blood just starts dripping through the deck. Yeah. It's just, it's all right. It's coming through, and I don't remember the. I didn't write down because I don't remember the name of the daughter of the doctor, Doctor Sharma's daughter, but she's sleeping, and the blood starts to drip through the deck onto her face, mm-hmm. which would really suck. Because if you think about it, you're at sea. All of a sudden, it starts raining. Like, are you getting rain in your face? Like, God damn, yeah. that would suck. Um, That's why we don't do that anymore, <laughs> <laughs> right? That's why we don't have like openings between the the slats there. Um, why most people died on those sea voyages. <laughs> uh, so the blood starts uh, dripping through the deck of the ship onto her face. She sneaks up and catches Dracula feasting on Adorabella. Mm-hmm. It doesn't show at that point that he sees her, but it does later. Yeah. Um. So it's not exactly, he's not, he wasn't exactly being discreet up there, even though nobody catches him but her, mm-hmm. but she's deaf and dumb is what her dad says. And so, you know, she, she can see, but she can't talk and she can't hear. Right. Um, and so dude falls onto the deck. So he was up in the crow's nest. I was like, what the fuck How what, Like he was up there. Did he not see what was going on down below? Like I just I now thought not. of that, but he falls down onto the deck is talking about talking about the fog, mm-hmm. right? And then his leg starts bleeding, and then the count's like, Ugh. "Yeah, he has this massive compound fracture with the bone sticking out. <sighs> it's gross. Yeah, yeah, that would suck so bad." Mm-hmm. But see that, and then um, doesn't the, the count start hearing like he starts hearing the pulsing, and then he's looking at like like they're doing close ups of people's necks. Yeah. And then, like, their veins, and, like, you can see pulsing, and you can Yeah, hear I mean, it. It, well, it's almost like sensing the blood and having it be that out in the open. It, like, heightens him, and it's like, oh, shit, feasting time. Yep. And so he's, like, 
like a shark scanning, <laughs> you know, all the available meals. Mm-hmm. And it's everybody, obviously. Right. Um, and so the next thing I wrote down is the, the Belauer, which is Romanian for dragon, and which I believe dragon or Dracul <coughs> is Transylvanian for dragon or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Dracula is the dragon. You get that in Dracula Untold. That's why, like, Luke Evans, his armor is, like, dragon-esque. But it has to do... Belauer is Romanian for dragon, and I think Dracul is something for dragon as well, or something along those lines. Hmm. Um, And I wrote down Agatha as a fucking genius, Sherlock style, because she's just out here, she's just, you know, going back and forth with him, but she's whipping out all these things, and it's just like, he's like... You know, she's figuring it out. Yeah. But then she starts... Or to, is she, though? Is she, though? <laughs> yeah. Well, she starts to snap out of it. Yeah. You found out that he bit her. hmm And it's starting to wear off as he's drinking her blood in front of her. So as he's sitting there playing chess with her, and he's got his, you know, wine glass or goblet or whatever that's got blood in it, mm-hmm. you find out it's her blood. Yeah. So he literally has been feasting on her. The whole time, like he tells her later, he's like, you'll be in my veins or I'll be in your veins as you go. We go to the new world or some shit like that. Like yeah, something like that. Um, so uh, plot twist, you find out that Agatha is the one that's in cabin nine. She mm-hmm. was bit and brought along and be slowly being drained mm-hmm. so that he can kind of like keep the torture going. Plus also. But see, the funny thing is, though, too, is that with him absorbing her, he should have became smarter. <laughs> like, I, dude, I have this, well, I think this, that... this, like, standard of Agatha now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, where I'm like, I'm, he should have been a god. Well, he, yeah, now, like, well, I think, like, goddamn, I wish Agatha was a real person. What's I up? think part of it is, like, saying I'm going on a diet and then going to an all you can eat buffet. <laughs> and then trying to control yourself. Like, yeah, he was being kind of dumb, but he also couldn't help himself because he, like... Yeah. You know, he surrounded himself with the finest meals he could find mm-hmm. and then was trying not to eat them. Right. It's and like so- the cookies I had before you got here. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're or there, the- I'm going to eat them. Yeah, like the, or the <laughs> cookie I shared with you when I got yes. here. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, they uh, they strap her up because he flips it on her. Making it seem like she's the one killing everybody. Yeah, exactly. She has blood all over her and shit. Yeah. And so she's being, she's strapped up, hung up on the deck. Mm-hmm. And then Dracula kicks out the bucket from underneath her and then runs away because they're all making their little finger and hand crosses to kind of repel him off as mm-hmm. she's explaining, like, you know, it's not me, it's him, blah, blah, blah. And then he, like, last ditch, he, like, kicks it out from underneath <laughs> her and fucking Screw anime you. runs off to the fucking <laughs> side there. Um, and so they get her down and then she immediately, like the badass that she is, relieves the captain of his duties. She's like, you're done here. (laughs) And the funny thing is, is if she would, if she came into my work and she said, I'm the supervisor now, I'd say, you fucking (laughs) bet your ass you are. (laughs) I'm the captain now. Yeah. Look at me. (laughs) Um, and so you do find out that the count is selective Mm -hmm. and that he uses Lord Ruthven um, he and he's using Lord Ruthven, which was Adora Bella's husband. Mm-hmm. But you find out that he's got like a thing going on with I don't I didn't write down his name. 
Who? Uh, oh, Asida. Ad- Adisa. Is that the guy that was with them? Yeah. He's he like, that's my man. Them, yeah. He got, you know, getting all upset about it. Mm-hmm. I believe that was Adisa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's using Lord Ruthven um, because this is when you find out that they were working together, kind of, the, that he, you know, the Blauer, the partnership, mm-hmm. all that. And he wants to continue to work for him, thinking that, you know, <laughs> like he's trying to, uh, uh, you know, line a align with the winning team basically being like uh and so he the count gets into the doctor's room wants to consume him so that he can be as smart as the doctor yeah exactly and that uh dr sharma rushes uh ruthven and gets shot in the guts Mm -hmm. which is rarely ever good you know and um the daughter poisons herself Mm mm-hmm because she's like, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm going to end this up. Boat somebody, sucks. Yeah, this boat fucking sucks ass. <laughs> like, so she's like, so she's like, I'm, I'm, it beats, the, it probably beat the alternative. Well, yeah, they're she, essentially saying, if you don't do what we want, if you don't let us kill you, we're going to kill your daughter. Yeah, exactly. And, and she's so, like, well, I'll take the gun, the bullets out of your gun there. Yeah. And so. And then they kill them both anyway, so it doesn't yeah. matter. Um, the daughter poisons herself. Who gets Oh, and Piotr sees. P- well, yeah, but Piotr. Okay, so, but see, the thing is, is you can't feed on a dead man. Dead man's blood. You can't like a vampire can't bite yeah. you if you're not living, mm-hmm. and so he's kind of pissed that he's not able to feed on Sharma now, mm-hmm. and so he attacks and bites Ruthven. Mm-hmm. And that's when it just it just starts to go to hell in a handbasket. From that point, um, Piotr enter, enters the room, sees that he's feeding on Ruthven, and then he's like, <sighs> pops up, and he's like, "All right, I'm out." Um, <laughs> he goes upstairs, and he's like, "Oh my god!" And so they they take a, they find a Bible, mm-hmm. and they take pages from the Bible, and then hammer it in a circle around the deck, which is pretty cool. Which is cool. Which sucks if you get a wave over the top, but that doesn't happen, sure thankfully. <laughs> um, Other stuff happens and it's worse. Right. And so they make the Bible circle. Piotr steps outside of the circle. Because they think that he, that Dracula might have like taken him. his form like he did in right. the Right. They don't episode. believe that he's, you know, who he says he is. So he steps outside the circle. And just as they're, you know, they're showing his foot as it comes down, all of a sudden, boom, Dracula jump scare. Mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and then he gets back in there. And so he's talking shit. Uh, Dracula's, you know, he's strewn about the fucking steps, laying mm-hmm. casually, talking shit to Adisa, luring him out there. And they're like, you know, don't be foolish, you know. And then so basically Dracula does end up talking enough shit to get him pissed off to where he steps outside the circle, mm-hmm. starts shooting him with his slow-ass revolver, doesn't do anything, obviously. Of course. And Unless then, they were silver bullets, they wouldn't. Huh. And then get, just gets worked. Yep. Yep, you're done. Um, so Yuri and Piotr attack to no avail, but mm-hmm. o- Olgarin, who is the cook, the big old burly bitch, does some work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he goes like, done. Yeah, he goes on, you know, shoulder checks him over the fucking rail <laughs> onto the lower deck. Just, he stabs with his fucking stab hand. <laughs> Because mm-hmm. he doesn't have a hand, so he has that, like, that I wouldn't thing. say a hook, but it looks almost like... like pinchers? 
Kind of. It's it's almost like a cylinder, but it looks like little blades on the end, and like he basically stabs it in, and so they light Dracula on fire, (laughs) and then he off the boat he goes, Mm -hmm. and just like that, the fog is gone the next day, and it's like, oh well, thanks. That's really weird. Now we can see. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and so, um, the fog is gone, but there's a headless dove. They 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 show that white bird that's laying there that doesn't have a head. So, Mm -hmm. and it's been a week since dracula swan dived off of the right so boat. what was with the headless of don't worry about it <laughs> okay <laughs> well it turns out i don't they don't really explain the dove i would assume it's how dracula's staying alive throughout this time eating the bird maybe was he there well yeah because he says later i jumped off the ship and while you all were looking at where i jumped i swam under the boat and i came in through the other side Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah. Okay, so Agatha says the Demeter needs to sink. Mm-hmm. Uh, fly lands on the eye, eye of the creepy porcelain doll, which makes you think, which is like, oh, yeah, he is still around. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Yuri says, you know, a good captain always goes down with his ship, which is standard. She figured out that he's alive, and Yuri gets bit but isn't dead. Tells her to keep him talking. So, uh, you know, pretty sweet little stall job yeah. there. Captain booms the ship, and it heads down. Oh, Agatha's kind of floating in the water, Princess Leia in space style. Yeah. Thankfully, she didn't marry Poppins her way out. <laughs> um, and so Dracula bust, bursts out of the box and walks to shore since he can't drown, which was very Pirates of the Caribbean, was what that reminded me of. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that makes sense. And then he gets to the fucking shore, and this is where everything <laughs> fucking, is, is like, huh? What happens? So he's standing on, on the shore of a beach, and then a searchlight pops on him, mm-hmm. and then all these cars start to sw- to rush in. And you see a helicopter. And a, yeah, and all it's this a helicopter, and, and it's the police, and then the woman standing there looks just like Agatha, and you're like, Okay. Huh? <laughs> and that's the end of episode two. Ugh. Ha. How and far now, are we into it now? Hour 12. That's not too bad. I did want to say, as. To go slightly back into episode two, because I thought this was a cool thing. Mm-hmm. When Helsing is trying to stall Dracula, he's talking about why the crosses affect him. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm pretty sure it was a lie, but he was like, the people I've absorbed fear the cross and the righteousness and the wrath of God. And therefore, because I absorbed them, I absorbed their fear. And that's why I'm afraid. I think it ended up being a lie, but when but, I well, heard they, that, I was like, oh, that's kind of clever. But at the same time, though, at the end of episode three, um, when Ag- when Zoe is doing her speech, she talks about that. Yeah. And it's like, you know, these legends became your legends, real or not. Yeah. And so we'll get to that at the end. All right. It's uh, one of those things I wish had actually been true because it's like, oh, that actually makes a lot of sense. The mm-hmm. people are afraid of the cross and the ramifications of that right and that's why he's afraid not because it actually does anything to him Mm -hmm. but it's a lie anyway so it doesn't matter yeah so episode three the dark compass and since justin 
change my timestamp there. Sorry. <laughs> You're fine. You weren't really fast through that part. And I had Dude, to I'm trying. Like I said, I we're know. trying to crank through this, man, because we didn't, like, this is three movies in one episode, essentially. All right. So the Dark Compass, uh, it starts out, you find out that Agatha kind of sacks her neck to save Mina. So she's like, you know, let her go. You can have me. Yeah. And so she does. And he's like, run. So she leaves. You find out it's been 123 years. Yeah. He's been uh, taking a long bath. Making it current day, 2020, mm-hmm. obviously. And so, obviously. obviously. Um, so it's kind of funny. Ends up in this person's house. Mm-hmm. Like, at first I was kind of like, okay, this is dumb. But then, as it Well, goes yeah, because it, you see him on the beach with the SWAT team and shit, and then he's just in some random person's house. And it's like, the huh? SWAT team. Yeah. How'd you do that? K-SWAT, huh? <laughs> well, I mean, you find out later. Yeah. But yeah. At that point, you have no idea. So he's in this person's house, and Dracula is sitting. Well, he's in the woman's room, and then she's like, you know, will you close the blinds? And so he does. And then she doesn't quite. She kind of does the old, like, one eye, and like, oh, what the fuck are you doing in my house? Yeah. And then he like leaves the room, but then he it goes and he's sitting downstairs and he's watching what looks like a, a nature documentary. And he's just, <laughs> he's watching the sunrise in what looks to be like Sahara, Africa, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I saw a giraffe out yeah. there with it or something, but like the sun is just huge and he's just sitting there like staring in wonder at the sun. I didn't even catch that. I was just like, oh, he's like, he's looking at nature, like absorbing no, yeah, the no, world, but I didn't think about he it. Was, yeah. The, he was, sun. It was, the sun was huge. And the, like, it kind of goes back to that first episode with his, his love of, you know, the thing he can't have. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you find out that, uh, she comes downstairs and she's like, what the fuck happened to my house? And then he's like, oh, uh, she's like, where's Bob? And he's like, oh, Bob is in the refrigerator. Yeah. And which was pretty cool. Yeah, which is not ours. Their, her refrigerator is about the size of a mini fridge, but mm-hmm. a little bit bigger. So he folded them up and put them inside there, and then they show it, and it's kind of got a rope <laughs> wrapped mm-hmm. around to maybe like to hold a, the door closed. Yeah. Um, like a bungee and, cord. Yeah. And so... It then um, pans back. It, it goes back to the beach where they're all standing there. Um, we find out it's not Agatha. It's it's Zoe Helsing. Yeah. So it's not the even great a band. great aunt was Agatha. Yeah, and so you know they're talking, going back and forth. Uh, one of the um, soldiers or whatever, the, Mer- yeah, Mercs, um, is holding the camera. And like, he's kind of fascinated by it. He goes up and they're like, you know, stay calm, whatever. And then he takes the camera, but he's like, he wants, he wants the mercenary to smile. He keeps saying, you know, just smile. Um, not going to (laughs) happen. So he grabs her, he grabs her gun and shoots, he shoots her Mm -hmm. and like, boom. And so they're like, no, don't freak out, whatever. Um, and then he goes and holds up Zoe and then it's just like, okay, so they're kind of doing this dance from, you know, side to side to side, like from scene to scene. Mm-hmm. And then it, it goes back to the house and he's talking to the woman and he, like, I wrote this down because this line was probably one of my favorite lines that he gave, you know, and he's, you know, and it plus the delivery, he's just like, 
you know, he goes, you know, trust the hairs on the back of your neck. He's like, I'm the reason you have them. And I'm yeah, like, oh, that's, that's I got good. goosebumps that again. I'm like, that's so rad. <laughs> that's so rad. Um, yeah. And so then with it being present day, you know, we, we've seen vampire movies. We, you know, seen the monsters. Mm-hmm. We don't expect them to be real. Right. But then, you know, she's like, well, you know, he's like, well, I'm a vampire. And she's <laughs> like, well, do you have a reflection? He's like, of course I have a, re- a reflection. Yeah. And then um, he goes and looks in the mirror, but he sees... His true self. His true What do you look like at the beginning of episode one, basically? Kind of, but a little but more worse. decrepit, though. Yeah, a little more decayed, dead, like, almost like he had a tan. <laughs> um, <laughs> dead tan you get. Right. And so, here's some banging upstairs. Mm-hmm. Goes up there, looks. And then there's somebody climbs out the window. And I remember the first time watching this, I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Like, what yeah. is this? And then he get, then a phone starts to ring. And then he answers it. Zoe outside. Which is in a chest it, uh, with dirt in it. Yeah. And so basically it's his, seemingly his, not necessarily his because he broke out of it. But it's a, it, it is a coffin-esque. It's not really coffin shape. But yeah, it's a big yeah. wooden box that has the soil in it. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know, get in, get, get in, in the, the box. Get in the box. Uh, and then he tries he, to say no, but then the house get, yeah, starts getting they had demolished. a fucking tractor outside <laughs> that pulls down part of it. And so he and the fucking, he through. night crawlers his way up the fucking side of the wall and is that hiding cool. in there. Yeah, it was. Um, and so he's like, meet me downstairs. And that's when Bob kind of opens the fridge. You can mm. see his hands come out and then he's all folded in there. Like, <laughs> I'm like, Oh, How? That, Oh, that was so. <laughs> this hurts us. Um, I so I need to stretch my legs right now. <laughs> and then um, he, she's like, you know, you try to kill me, they're gonna rip the roof off this motherfucker. Yeah, and, and you die too. Yeah, um, you'll float he, too. Yeah, but he bites her anyway. Yeah, and then starts the vomit. He's retching. He's like, Arr! and we uh, don't really get why. Yeah, you do. Oh, I know we oh, do, not, but that, at, the that, moment, at the moment we're like, what the fuck's going on? He here? passes out. So then he wakes up and he's being wheeled in the crate mm-hmm. through a hallway where it almost look it's got stone walls, so it almost looks like is is it his castle? Right. But it, then it almost made it, it seem like But that, then yeah. it's it's modern mm-hmm. later on. They're like, Oh, wait, why? Um, it's like entering the BPRD from Hellboy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> it. And he he recognizes there's a painting of uh Jonathan Harker on the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, you Which find actually out, doesn't make a lot of sense. But well, it does funny. because it's the Jonathan Harker Foundation. I guess, but, but yeah, I get you. Um, so it then goes to Jack, which I don't know who Jack is other than just a person in this movie. Like I don't think he has any. Jack was the descendant of Harker. Okay, so that's what that was. Yeah. Okay, so then, but seeing the thing was is he keeps getting a phone call from Jonathan Harker. So like, is Harker still alive? Was what's the so when he's answering the phone, it says Jonathan Harker on it. I don't know if it says something underneath his name to where if it's like Jonathan Harker Foundation or whatnot, but it when he keeps getting the phone calls and it keeps ringing, it's saying Jonathan Harker on the caller ID, but he doesn't ever answer it. Hmm. But then Lucy calls and he answers it right away. Hmm. But his it was just Lucy, it like when it called, it just said LW. I would imagine he maybe he put that as the 
name of or whoever's maybe, calling him from yeah. that place. Yeah. It's possible. I mean, it's his foundation. So right. Um, so Jack does love. Um, so Jack loves Lucy. You find that out. And then Lucy ends up getting in, engaged to some random Texan. Yeah, <laughs> yes, my um, yeah, uh, Quincy. I don't remember his last name, but his name's Quincy. Let's say Brown. <laughs> okay, I don't. Do we tarnish Quincy Brown? Oh no, that's True. Clancy. I'm thinking Clancy. Never mind. Um, I just so, saw him in something recently. Uh, so, I mean, there's a little bit between the phone call and the engagement, but this is where it kind of fleshes it out. Where they're at the club, hanging out. And then you kind of find that, you know, he's been in love with Lucy and Mm -hmm. she's kind of dating this rich Texas, this guy from Texas. Yeah. So where are we at here? Um, Jack, Jack gets a call. He finally answers it. Like we need you to come down here. He goes outside and of course there's a a sweet BMW waiting there for him. Mm -hmm. He gets in the back because, you know, that's where you sit when you're being drove around. Sure. Um, and then they'd take the lo- seemingly long ass drive to wherever this fucking facility is. Cause it, you know, it's what it's is a it? Dusk. Yeah. Dawn. Sorry. Dawn is, uh, it's, you know, sun's coming One up. Of the D's. <laughs> right. Um, and so Jonathan gets picked up and taken to the facility where Zoe's at. Um, they find Dracula underwater. Mm-hmm. I wrote dumbass stuck his hand but then you find out that the woman giving the instruction and talking to all of these what looked to be recruits or whatever mm-hmm. um she was the one that stuck her finger in dracula's mouth which is just dumb in general yeah it's like hey you it's a vampire it's like would you rub your hand on a sleeping shark's mouth i mean yeah. they, they don't but you get what i'm saying it's the same idea yeah like do you, would you stick your hand into a wolf's mouth or yeah. rub it and like no what do you like don't even if it was just some random fish like and the funny thing even is a goldfish will bite you if you put your finger in its fucking mouth and even she's like you know i i'm you know the one that woke it up so yeah. like she took the responsibility I'm yeah i'm an idiot <laughs> But, well, yeah, and that's the other thing. Like, he was asleep in that underwater coffin for 123 years. If she hadn't have sensually rubbed his teeth with her thumb, he would have stayed that way. Yeah, until somebody else would have done it. Some, oh, I yeah. mean, something would have happened. We would end up in Dracula 3000. <laughs> but see, back to the whole... And this is what I didn't get to when you were talking about the whole crossing. I really liked their reasoning for why Dracula dislike crosses in Dracula 2000 with Gerard Butler playing Dracula mm-hmm. because essentially you find out that Dracula was Judas and the reason why he hated mm. the cross is because he betrayed Jesus. Oh. Do you ever see Dracula 2000? No. Fuck! I ruined it for you then. <laughs> Dracula 2000, I mean, it's... I mean, I've heard of it. It's, but yeah, it's of the time, sure. you know, but it's it's decent. Good old Jerry Butts. The old Jerry Butts out there <laughs> playing the Drax, dude. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't do too bad. It, like, he looks super young. He's got the l- kind of long, wispy hair, hmm. shoulder length. Um, doesn't Does look- he say, this is Dracula? <laughs> <laughs> um, so they go into the facility where Dracula is kind of in this way bigger Lecter style cage with, yeah. you know, he can The classic bad guy glass prison. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> Um, I do like that it rotates into the sun, though. Yeah, that that, it's like awesome. on a big sundial. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of really cool touches that kind of just put everything over a little bit more. I do like how he is asking. He's like, why have you given me a toilet? <laughs> he's like, 
That was funny. Yeah, I thought that was funny. <laughs> Dracula. I'm Dracula. What are you done? <laughs> um, I, no do, I did really like the back and forth between the two where, you know, she's, he's talking about what she, they're going back and forth about something and they're talking about rights. And mm. he, she's like, what, you don't think, you know, it's not, you know, it's not the 1900s, you know, women have rights. He's like, do you, she's like, do you not think that we should have rights or this and that? And then he's like, uh, nobody has rights. Yeah. And I'm like, Yes, exactly. There you go. <laughs> Don't make it anything about gender. Just yeah. nobody. You're all cattle Sheep. to me. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so the funny thing is, is she goes to take a, a blood sample from him, but she can't get the needle into his skin, mm-hmm. which is like okay. And so he does. Um, he does the little th- fingernail. 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 <laughs> he does the fingernail across the wrist. Gets the blood in there. Which but then cool. does this weird like, like he puts his fingers and clamps it closed, and all yeah. of a sudden he's healed. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> okay. I, I didn't mind that. I, thought I didn't it was mind it clever. either. But I'm like, he's 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 he basically sealed his skin tear with a fing- with the fingers. He just yeah. kind of pinched it closed. Punch. Okay. Better. <laughs> and then this is where you find out that uh, Dracula, Dracula, uh, Dracula choked on Zoe's blood because she's dying. She has mm-hmm. cancer. Right. So her blood is poisonous to him. And which then- was a nice touch. And then he talks about like I've tasted this before. Like this has happened to me before. Mm-hmm. But he didn't quite realize why right because back you know in the 1800s they didn't know what it was you just die and then all of a sudden you find out dracula has been skyping with his lawyer Uh. (laughs) i didn't have a problem with that i thought it was kind of funny i'm like this motherfucker's been in here playing with the technologies (laughs) not everyone just uses their ipad for solitaire (laughs) the funny thing was is she's like who gave him the password and he's like, it's my name. And she's Stupid. like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> that was nice. Um, it's like, funny, but it's like, why I, is it I, funny? It, it's unnecessary. It's uh, supposed to be horror. There's not a whole lot of comedy. And it that's did, the thing. It like, did feel out of place. Yeah, I mean, that's... I, uh, I, I'll do my tirade now. <laughs> I just fucking hate that it was set in modern day. Well, let's get... We're here, dude. We're literally... We're, there's, we'll fly through the rest of this, All and right. then we'll do our closing thoughts, and you can let okay. us know how you feel. Okay. That way I can do mine. Fair so, um, uh, Dracula Skyping with his lawyer, being detained against his will, and Dracula has rights, <sighs> which is really funny. I remember I'm- you t- <laughs> messaged me that, and I went, yep, he's at that part. <laughs> but this lawyer is Renfield, which I thought was a nice touch. Okay. Which yeah, is yeah. the guy from the original Dracula who he... Puts under his control right, and, and eats the, the flies and, and, and the, Yeah, and then you find out, yeah, and he's the one that's sitting in the car later on and eats the fly. Mm-hmm. But it was, I wrote, I initially had wrote down the whatever in Wentworth a law firm that he worked for or that his family's been, his law firm's been re- representing Dracula for the last 130 years, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, the funny thing is, is that uh, he emails Zoe <laughs> saying that he's going to be more selective with his blood. Basically what we had been talking about earlier, but apparently he's going to be even more so going forward about how he's, you know, going to be more choosy about what he takes in and all yeah. that. Um, and so this is where he's really going in and talking about needing to learn how to read the blood to uh, match Dracula. And that's when she drinks a vial of his blood. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> so... Lucy ends up calling Jack 
and then the count stole Jack's phone when he left. Mm-hmm. So they've been they've been talking. Zoe wakes up in the field after dreaming of the count feeding on Agatha, and it's what three months later. Yeah. Um. So a lot happens in those three months. The lawyer has been kind of helping him get up to speed with the selective feeding. He's mm-hmm. basically use, using what looks like Tinder yeah. <laughs> to fucking find people to feed on. I'm swipe like, right, oh, this right. is so clever. Like, that didn't bother me at all. Like, I'm like, that's what you would do in this time. Yeah. Is, I get it. Yeah. Um, and then you find out that uh, D <laughs> is going to meet up with Lucy later. He's been feeding on her. Right. Uh, D is what she was calling, um, what she calls Dracula around her friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and on her phone, it's just a D. Yeah. And so he help, um, helps Lucy. So they meet up at the graveyard. Mm-hmm. They're hanging out. He lays a sweet fucking cape style jacket on the ground and mm-hmm. they sit like on they're gonna it. they're going to have a picnic. Yeah. And he helps her heal, hear, heal, hear the undead in the graveyard. So I did like that. Yeah. He puts, you know, his her hand down and his down, hand down as well. And then she can hear that everybody's undead. They're just in coffins. They can't get mm-hmm. out, which is kind of like what they used to do back in the day with the old style ones is where they would bury them and then they would put the string or they would attach a string to their hand that would go up into a bell yeah, that would yeah. move, you know, or would ring essentially if they came back to life. Um, but then, like, she kept hearing blue for lady, blue, you know, blue mm-hmm. for lady, which, you know, meant beautiful. And then she looks over and it's a little undead boy that um, sounds, you know, sweet and innocent, but looks like Michael Jackson from Thriller. <laughs> um <laughs> Just and, smaller. Yeah. And so he's, you know, she does something to engage him. He's like, you know, don't do that. He'll follow you home. Yeah. But the funny thing is, he's not joking. He's like, he'll yeah. follow you home. And so um, they feed, he feeds on her in the graveyard, asks her what she wants to dream. She's like, you know, put me somewhere beautiful, someplace nice, someplace where I don't have to be nice. I don't have to smile. I can mm-hmm. just be. And I like that she almost has a bit of control over him and it's like okay you get four minutes yeah well like, and they, yeah they're kind of bartering like a, yeah. it's like a negotiation of how much time that he gets mm-hmm. but i mean dracula doesn't really have emotion to show love but it seems like he almost has like a soft spot like this was going to be his bride yeah like the bride of brides essentially mm-hmm. and so um the friend finds her brings her home asks Jack to come see her because she won't, won't let anybody come see him, mm-hmm. uh, notices the bite mark. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, don't, or no, or something. And so next thing, Jack goes to visit Zoe in the hospital. They're having their back and forth, talking. Mm-hmm. And then it goes back to the um, to Lucy. And she's laying in bed. And then she's seeing things move and she thinks it's D under the blankets, but it's the The undead kid. It's the undead kid. And, you know, blue for lady. And then she's scared. Dracula's of course appears in the window. Um, you know, asked to be invited in. Then he goes and fucking stakes the boy. (laughs) Yeah. Kills the kid. And the thing that like, it's not the first time he says this, but it's the first time we're bringing it up. And I like that his line is, one should always speed the parting guest. And then he 
bites the holy shit out of her neck. <laughs> like it just it's full over. on makeout time. Yeah, it's over with. And then it pan the next morning she's laying there and she's dead. Yeah. Like her body's dead. Mm-hmm. But then in the mirror you can see her sitting there screaming and yelling and yeah. I'm like that is so cool. Yeah. And then um Dracula's talking about how her body's silent but the mind is not. Mm-hmm. And so it's really cool. But the thing is, is when they're in the graveyard, and this is a little bit of a flashback, they're in the graveyard talking, and uh, he's she's telling him about how she wants to be cremated. And he's like, don't do that. Yeah. He's like, don't, you know, don't be cremated. You know, especially because he knows what he's doing to her, but she doesn't. So he's like, don't do it. Because it'll ruin my plans. Yeah, but also that he's telling her, like, you'll feel it. Like, you'll be awake-ish, and you'll know that it's happening to you oh yeah i didn't catch that part and then it happens yeah and so she's dead they do the 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 ceremony Mm. or the the funeral Funeral. um i thought that the whole quincy thing was a little on the nose like you know he's standing there and he's got his fucking baggage at the end of the pew with the london tag on it like he's getting ready to leave town oh i didn't see that yeah of course <laughs> yeah so like we get it like he like they really hammered in the fact that he's a douchebag because like they're standing there and jack looks over at him once and you know quincy raises his arm up and looks at his watch like is this fucking done yet and then it you know pans down and it's got the luggage on the ground and it's like yes okay. he's a dick we know yes we get it we knew um, that the first time we saw him we didn't care then either right well they didn't like he look he kind of looked douchey but he wasn't it wasn't as obvious in the beginning beginning where i mean he kind of looks at a waitress as she walks by mm-hmm. or somebody who walks by but it's quick it's like it's a glance like when well, he's you talking don't, about her like and that that's what i thought was kind of weird because he was like she's only with me because i'm rich right and then he proposes yeah it's like, like wait what, what? what huh <laughs> well yeah and that's the thing because it's like i get that like everybody looks yeah. You know, some people make it less obvious than others, but he wasn't being like... Leery or uh, creepy? Well, no, what I was thinking of is he's not like... What movie is it? Oh, he's not like um, Gulia from Wedding Singer, obvious about it. Mm. You know what I mean? With Drew Barrymore, <laughs> yeah. where he's not like banging somebody right there on the side mm-hmm. that you know of. Right. Um, so... Julia Gulia. <laughs> And so, um, the cremation was disturbing. Yeah, very. Because, like, I like I thought it... W- At first, I thought it was just kind of being, like... It was, like, a designer casket because it looked wicker. And, like, it was a nice funeral home. Like, everything mm-hmm. was modern, looked nice. They had uh, TV screens with her face on it. Like, it was all very modern. Mm-hmm. But then, it's really cool because, like, the casket's lowering into the ground kind of like what they do at a funeral outside, except for this is in the church. So I'm like, what is there a tomb underneath there? But then they go down below and you can see it come down and then they wheel the um, casket to the furnace, Mm -hmm. which I was like, Oh, that's speed line right there. That's convenient. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) That's expediting this procedure right there. And so they roll it in and they put her in there and it's, it's it is disturbing. Like yeah. I'm not bothered by a lot of things, but like she's laying in there and she's screaming and she's yeah. yelling like she's being and you burnt. You see the fire surrounding her. Yeah, and, and her hair starts to singe mm-hmm. and like I'm like, "Oh." Like she's dead, but you're also seeing her being burned alive. Yeah, it's, it's very very intense. Mm-hmm. Um 
So Agatha is running over the weaknesses with Zoe through the blood. So Agatha or Zoe's laying in bed, but she's visually seeing like a different room. Like off to the side, there's like like a mini workshop almost that she's kind of working things out mm-hmm. and they're kind of talking things over. And then Lucy sees herself still being beautiful. Yeah. Even though she like she raises her arm, you can see that it's uh, burnt to fuck. Yeah, and she kills the one of the. She kills yeah the, yeah she kills the well the one that they show that rolled her over and of mm-hmm. course he just happened to be there so he still gets it even though that looks like a long day at the office. Sure. Um, so explains the process of, of cremating the undead. Um. Pretty much self-explanatory yeah. on that one. Um, Lucy, so they're all at Dracula's very modern. Yeah, I put Jack and Helsing visit Dracula's crib because <laughs> the way that it is, it's it's, it's a, a crib. It's a crib. It's very. <laughs> it's got LEDs. It's mm-hmm. got like fucking candelabras. Yeah, <laughs> like, like it's very modern gothic. Yeah. And I mean, I it's, I dig it. Yeah, sure. It's cool looking, and so they're 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 bullshitting. And, and then, then Lucy comes and in. Lucy shows up. She wants sa- a kiss from Jack. Yeah, she says, kiss me, Jack, uh, not like, knowing that she looks like that. He's no like, thanks. I don't think so. Um, she looks beautiful until they tell her to take a selfie. So mm-hmm. the reflection doesn't show what she really looks like, mm-hmm. but a selfie does. Right. And I'm like, okay. Well, so- I mean... Because the reflection, she's seeing more or less what she wants to see or what Dracula wants her to see, mm-hmm. whereas a photograph is showing what truly is. Right. I would That's imagine. Um, and so she can't she can't handle not being beautiful. And mm-hmm. she was a very attractive lady, which sure. is really sad to see her all burnt up like that. Mm-hmm. But um, so Jack, uh, Jake, uh, Jack does kiss her. And With a stake. <laughs> yeah, he's got a stake behind his back. And uh, you think that Dracula walking along the other side of the table would have saw it. Probably. But he had his back slightly turned, you see. Yeah, Slight just enough. Turn. Um, so she can, she's like, they're kissing. And mm-hmm. then like she's got her hand around his back. And then she comes up to where he's holding the stake. Mm-hmm. And then she can feel it. And then um, she says, do it. Do it for me. And then, um, so he, he does. He stakes her. And then she poofs up like we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. Um so Zoe figures it out, tells Jack to leave for a personal conversation with the count. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, leave. And then he eventually leaves. And then fucking Zoe just jumps onto the fucking table, which See, I thought was unnecessary. But she leapt up. She leapt. Mm-hmm. She leapt. Onto she the leapt. T- yeah. She, like it was a superhero move. Like she leapt up on that table. She ran and then did a fucking jump. Spider-Man and- <laughs> jump. <laughs> yeah. Jumped off the table and then she rips down the curtain. See, and what I thought was going to happen is she told Jack to quote unquote leave so that he could do that and catch him off guard mm-hmm. and kill him. But Jack just leaves and we never see him again. Right. That's fine. And so the funny thing is is she starts to go into a speech explaining all these things mm-hmm. as Dracula as Dracula Dracula's burning <laughs> <laughs> as Dracula's burning in the sunlight but the thing is is he's not burning yeah so it turns out that she's going into the speech and she's basically just berating him like she's like you're you a little suck. bitch she's like all these things that you think will kill you or that are you know 
devastating. Yeah, all of these rules of Dracula are yeah, not real. They're all self-imposed. Yeah. And it's and things that have been a part of your psyche for so long that you believe them to be real. Yeah. It's uh, all your vanity and your mm-hmm. you know, you have to be invited in because your ego a lot, you know, yeah, mandates it, it not because of anything else. And so she sits down in the chair, she's like Mike drop bitch, I win. Yeah. You're not you you lose. And so then, However, he's still Dracula and could kill everybody. Yeah, it like, basically, like you it, essentially just met, showed him that he's impervious to everything. <laughs> yeah, he's a super. Like, yeah, there's not. That's like, what. I, that's one of those things. He and can't that, be killed. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, he could. She I guess maybe the stake would work. Basically, but. threw up a hell mary and somehow landed with it in the end zone. But yeah. she fucking because the, the it ends with him feeding on her on the table. So that he can die. So that he dies with her. And then it kind of becomes this thing where they're like, like he's feeding on her and it almost looks kind of like a love scene because of course his cheeks are out again. Um, And then she's laying under like what looks to be like some sort of silky blanket. But Mm -hmm. like, yeah, they're like, it's almost like they're in this embrace and that he's killing himself with her. And so I mean it was it was it was a nice touch but at the same time it's like they completely humanized Dracula right at the end. Yeah. And it's and again that didn't really occur to me until just now but it's like the cool ending is he goes wait a second. All the things <laughs> that I thought could kill me don't. What? Oh. Fuck y'all. Yeah, we're basically <laughs> gonna yeah, we're gonna rule the world. So that's it. That's that's all three episodes of Dracula mm-hmm. in an hour and 43 minutes. Not too shabby. Not for what we did. So we're going to jump into the scorecard real quick. We don't have a, a special category for this one, no. but um, I'll start it off here with my best kill or scare. There wasn't a whole lot. I mean, there's no. a lot of feeding, but my best kill um, was Lucy getting staked. And then, because mm. I mean, it was one of the ones where they actually, I mean, it was a kill. Yeah. It had some special effects. Yeah. You know, she, and her makeup she, looked really cool. It did. And, you know, she lit lit up like a vampire. The 4th of July. <laughs> yeah, like a vampire being killed in Blade. Yeah. Just a little less skeletal. Mm-hmm. I went with the, the nun losing her head because cool. it just came out of nowhere and I was like, oh, shit. And I like, forgot about that part, yeah, too. You knew something bad was going to happen because it was so ominous, but <laughs> I was not expecting her to be decapitated and it was cool. I got you. Uh, my most wanted to die was Quincy. Because he's Which a douche. Was Quincy? Quincy was the guy from Texas. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a douche. I mean, even yeah. though Lucy was kind of vain and was kind of like that bougie biatch that yeah. you don't want to be around, but still. He's a dick. Yeah, he's a dick. What about I you? went with uh, Adora Bella's husband, even though he does die. Ruthven? Ruthven. Well, I mean, they all, yeah. Because, you know, like, He's Lord Dick, then. Yeah, because, I mean, Lucy, like, she was kind of a biatch, and she kind of had it coming that she would be with this douchebag guy. Like, they kind of right. fit each other, whereas Adorabella was this adorable woman. Yeah, she didn't deserve it, kind yeah. of like Mina. Like, it's like, all right. Um, so, my grossest moment, I, I kind of went with um, Lucy's being burnt. Hmm. like her like the burning and her burnt skin um i mean there's plenty of feedings to choose from on this but like i i feel like a lot of the stuff that stuck with me towards the end was the stuff that i went with with in the third episode Hmm. 
Mine, uh, it was a toss-up, but I went with Dracula emerging from Hawkins, the face rip at the yeah. end of episode one. It was going to be the wolf when he comes out of that, but I, the face rip was fucking brutal. Yeah, that was super cool. I forgot all about that, too. My dumbest moment, I can't wait to hear yours, but mine's probably the ending. The whole feeding on each other and, like, dying together, like... Yeah, my, my serious answer would be that. What's, what's your funny answer? Episode three. <laughs> <laughs> I figured as much. Um, and so really, like, we, I honestly thought that we, like, it's almost like we we're really good, really good, really good. Then all of a sudden, like, oh, wow, it did go long. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and so it's better than what I thought it would be, but we're going to call it here. Um, that's Dracula in a nutshell. Yeah. Uh, again, I really enjoyed it. Watch it. Yeah, definitely. If you I mean, haven't that, already, that's the thing. It, like I, I mean, we kind of teased that I would go on a tirade, and I'll save it because we're running long. But I just feel like episode three took this left turn out of nowhere, and it turned into a different show. It did, and, I, and see, that's the thing is we can we can take a couple minutes to tirade on this. Um, mine, I'll make it brief. The only thing my issue was with episode three is it felt like episode one was its own thing Mm -hmm. and it led up to episode two, which was its own thing. And then episode three felt like there was like two or three different things going on when literally I felt like it was maybe not, not so much rushed, but I felt like there was so much going on that it wasn't all flushed out that we don't, we didn't, there was a lot of things left unanswered. Yeah. And like, I feel like they probably could have done a fourth episode. Well, I think that's part of the problem with them taking such a radical turn. I just thought of this. It's like, instead of going duck, duck, goose, they went duck, duck, squirrel, and then went (laughs) off somewhere else. And it's like, if you followed the path you set for yourself in the first two episodes, and he just ended up where he was wanting to end up in the first place, right? And then unleash his plan as he would in that time. Yeah. Fine. It would have flowed perfectly, and you could have had. You but, know. And my thing is though is if they would have done one more episode, set in modern time, mm-hmm. where it flushed out a little bit more about the foundation, what was going on with all these mercenary soldiers recruits all these different agents that they had a little more into zoe give us a little bit more because i mean like even how and the why yeah and give us more into jack and lucy and like like i felt bad about what happened because it happened but like we didn't get enough of lucy to really give a shit yeah you know what i mean so that's really like overall it's great yeah but like i really felt like it kind of took a nosedive at the end and it, it didn't necessarily have to. Yeah, because I, th- I mean, I think, yeah, if it, it had been four episodes, it would have been like, okay, your first two are in the past. Your second two are in the present. Exactly, and you could flesh out a lot bit more. We can find out what the fu- what the foundation actually does. Yeah. And, and who knows, maybe if they do another season, se- another series, yeah. they are like, a, say they do The Wolfman. Yeah. And it ties in with because dracula and the wolf man mm-hmm. whatever but then you and know the foundation comes takes back. place into that like okay cool we get that but i'm really and hope- it is the bprd <laughs> <laughs> basically basically and so all right that's basically it for dracula basically um before we dive into the socials and get out of here why don't you go ahead and let us know what your shit pick is for next week
Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not Angry excited. Whopper. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, because this is sort of Universal Monsters-esque, and because we are getting the new Invisible Man with Elizabeth Moss come February 28th. Which I can't wait to see. I decided, for reasons I can't figure out, <laughs> to do my own version of a newer uh, Invisible Man take with Kevin Bacon's Hollow Man. And it's not bad. No, it's fine. It's fine. But, like, yeah, like I mean, I haven't seen it since... When did it come out? A while ago? 2000-something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I haven't seen it since around that time. I, I remember liking it enough. But yeah, I mean, I own it. I like it. It's you know, I'm going to have to borrow it from you because I don't own it. I'm not going to sit here and say it's a good movie, but, you know. It, it It's in line with it because it's like we talked about, like, oh, well, we could do a bonus episode with this, but literally the our episode, Hollow Man will drop. Two days later? No, my episode will drop three days after that. Because your yeah. mine will come third. out. Yours, is, right yours comes out. Yeah, yours will come out the week before. Yeah, and so um, just almost two weeks. Yeah, but yeah, and so until then, when we dive into Hollow Man, you can find us on the ever-growing Facebook page, mm-hmm. uh, Pod and Gore Podcast. We finally hit up over a thousand, so thank yep. you guys so much. The interactions, likes, shares, comments, everything's been insane through the roof. Yeah, the group's at over 100 members. So mm-hmm. There's not a whole lot going on in, in there, but that'll take time. I yeah. mean, even some of the groups where I'm in where people have 20,000 people in it and there's not that much going on. So, yeah. like, I mean, the group is a cool place to hang out and just kind of do what you want. But there's a lot going on with the page. And so we thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Uh as of just before recording, we just hit uh, 1,000 overall listens. Yeah. So there's been 1,000 people listening to the episode once, multiple or times, like whatever. Or like five people listening to it a <laughs> bunch of times. And if that's the case, thank you guys yeah. for inflating our numbers. We appreciate it. No kidding. Um, and I put on the Facebook page, you know, thank you guys for, you know, all the listens. Um, and we'll keep this part brief too. But if there's anything content-wise that you want to see added, you want us to do... Um, hit us up, let us know. You can find us on Facebook. Um, we're at, we're on Instagram and Twitter at gore underscore pod, and you can email us at pod and gore at gmail.com. Um, we're thinking about adding another segment going, uh, coming up here. Um, picked up a card game called horror fight. And so we might do a little, little quick five minute end bonus there to have yeah. something like voted on on Facebook. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. But, um, yeah, until then you can find us on there and we'll catch you later. Bye. Bye.